What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years and not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey, Nick. Hi. Oh, okay. That's the energy you're bringing. I'm usually the one that's quiet. No, it's me. I have no energy today. Oh, why? Uh, I used it. What? I, I used it. You used it already? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> contractually, you're not allowed to use your energy before the show contractually. Sorry. I went on a hike. I'm sorry. Oh, you are so burned. Hold on, hold on, <clears throat> hold on. Woohoo! Wait, hold on. Okay. Yeah, buddy, wait a second. I'm hold on, I'm getting a second wind. I'm oh, Anna. No, like I'm waiting. Anna, I'm back, baby. What up? Hey, wow. Okay. Yeah, baby. Hey, what's up? What's up? Chilling. You chilling? Ready to party and talk. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, yeah back ready to fuck these hoes on the boat you know what this is this is an exciting time for me because i've never i've never been able to witness a white man get his energy so quickly i don't get it but i'm gonna let it pass because i don't know what the hell's going on with it let it pass let it pass let it pass yeah let it pass you know Let it pass. Oh, la, 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 la. 
That's it. That's the next lyric. La 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 la. Yeah, can't fool you. All right. So, guys, we are here to talk about Below Deck Season 6, Episode 11. Yeah. Episode 11, man. These things just keep on churning away. And we got into it. We saw drama today like we have never seen on this show. And it had me a little shook. And honestly, I got a little, I want to say bleary-eyed. I don't want to say I cried. You know, because I don't think anyone would have called it that. Yeah. I think I got a little bleary-eyed. Oh, you, you, you. Okay, well, yes. So, if you guys recall from the last episode, uh, we had a bit of an incident involving Ashton being pulled into the water. That happened at the end. So, his foot basically gets caught on the line and he's dragged in as they were releasing the tender to be towed behind. All that clip showed me last time was that he had gotten dragged into the water. I didn't know there was any more danger. Uh, what? I didn't know there was any more danger. I didn't realize he may lose his foot and then bleed out. And they wouldn't be able to get to him to rescue him and he would die. I didn't know that. Interesting. Well, anyway, we continue with that incident. So um, Ashton's being pulled off the boat because, like I said, his foot got caught in the line that was connected to the tender. And the boat was going forward. And basically, my understanding is the tension is so strong of, like, a boat pulling another boat that his foot Mm -hmm. caught in the middle of that rope could, you know, rip his foot off, basically. Mm -hmm. It could sever Mm -hmm. his foot off So then they, like, like release him in time, but not before the rope becomes taut. And so it does, he does get injured. Right. It It pulls on his leg, but... We learn that the cameraman, Brent, put the camera down. We kind of see it happening. We see the footage of the the camera going down. Yo, you think he got a cut? I mean, I know later because Ashton couldn't do any work for this next charter. He tries to give his tips away. Yeah. Do you think he should have just given the tips to the cameraman? Fuck everybody else. Only one person got your back. Actually, Ross got your back, too, because that's a bromance like we have never seen on this show. Yeah, Ross was shook, but... He had to untie the line from the yacht so the tension basically wouldn't cut his foot off. So once released, Mm -hmm. then the tender's able to, like, float away and not yank back on the yacht on the line, which Ashton's foot was in. But I guess it was, you know, it was key because they were like, you know, if it had severed his foot, no one would have been able to get out to him in time. He would have just bled out in the water and, like, drowned and died. And also, like, it could have easily pulled him under you know it, it, it was yeah, a really bad good. situation so yeah. anyway uh yeah everyone as soon as he gets pulled off riley is like man overboard but like a little too calm you know like man overboard it's like okay well he could die uh and the guests yeah, see, she's like ashton's swimming y'all <laughs> yeah the guests see and they're like freaked out because they're like wait what's going on what's going on and of course like i said the camera guy brent Drops camera, grabs line, helps Ashton. After Ashton is able to loosen him, basically get the, the line off his foot, they have him swim to the tender, just get in the tender, and he's okay. He survives. The guests were very scared for him. Like, everyone's, I think everyone on the boat is pretty shaken. Riley says Ashton owes the cameraman Brent his life because he didn't hesitate for a second. That's uh, not for you to say. And saved his life. 
Yeah, well, anyway. Oh, no, Ashton said it. Well, Riley said it, too. No, yeah, Riley said that. I got offended that. when Riley said it. Because it's like, Riley, you're the reason he almost died. Because you didn't do anything. Well, she said, man overboard. She had the same energy as I did at the top of the show. Yeah. Hey, guys, so sorry hey, to bother you, but man overboard. I used up all my energy yelling at Ross for no reason, so I don't have any hey, more to save Ashton's I'm life. so sorry <laughs> It's uh, Chandler all over again. Uh, it's a person above me, and there I, uh, is a I have man to yell at them. overboard. Like, yeah, it's like, I mean, he was here, but now he's yeah, like... Yeah, so, you know, how it goes, you know, these things. Are, what are you, anyway, what are you guys up yeah, to? so man is, in fact, overboard. Yeah, what's up? What are you guys doing this weekend? Oh, uh, you know, just like man overboard. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, I'll see you later. And that's the energy. So um, everyone's shaken, but they get back to work. And Captain Lee calls Ross to the wheelhouse to talk to him about what happened. And they believe that, or they think that Ashton stepped on the line to clear the cleat and it wrapped around his ankle in the process. And Captain Lee says that was a very stupid plan. And they were 30 seconds away from Ashton dying. And Captain Lee is very upset. He says Ashton could have died. He would have had to call his parents and tell them that their son is dead. And he isn't sure how he would do that, how he would make that call. And he's like, I have children. Like, I can't imagine that. And and then he um he gets up from his ITM because he says he needs a minute and he's very emotional. And my God, it's the most humanizing moment I've ever seen of Captain Lee. I was like, oh, finally, you've shown us that you, you're human. You have, like, you're not all just, like, straight business. Get to work. No bullshit. Don't fuck with me. I'll send you home right away. It's like, no, he's a human being. And that. You know what he should have said? That was this is what I wish he'd said. If only he'd just said this. And um, and before I'm done yelling, I want to say. Riley, um, you're fine. Riley, you. Riley, go home. Riley, you got a plane ticket to go home. You wanted him to fire Riley. Yeah, but I wanted him to do a real nonchalant. There's a man overboard. You have to go from my back to us. So, like, Alaska. give her the same energy that she was giving yeah. us for man overboard. Yeah. Anyway, when something really drastic happens, like someone goes overboard or gets fired, I just I want the same amount of energy. Before anyone ever commented on it, I myself was like, she's acting quite calm for how severe the situation feels. Because at first when she was like, man overboard, I was like, oh, it's not that big a deal? Or is it? Like, I can't gauge based off her energy. Mm. Yeah, well, Kate says that they don't want people to know how dangerous the job is because it's scary. And Ashton got very lucky. And Ashton says he's okay, but his ankle's very fucked up. But he has to stay and drive the tender for the time being. And Ross is shaken, and he says it puts everything in perspective. And he just wants to hug Ashton and, and, and slap him at the same time for stepping on that line and almost risking his life. And the guests are finally sitting down for lunch, and Adrian wants to distract him from the morning's drama with his food. And good luck, man. That was a traumatizing for everyone. Imagine if you're on a yacht and, like, one of the crew members drowns, like, and in, like, also a horrifying way, like, his foot is severed and he bleeds to death while you guys are all watching. I can't even imagine. Like, this is, I don't know, man. That was, that's some shit. That's not a yeah, reality I, show. I think the show would get canceled, in my opinion. You really can't move forward from that. I have good news, though. What? He's fine. Oh, thank God. Well, anyway, 
They get Ashton back on board and Ross gives him a big hug and his ankle's really fucked up. So he goes to lay down and Adrian brings some ice and they talk and Ashton says it was the scariest thing he's ever gone through and he should have never been on the water side of the line. And he says it was this intense force that he's never felt before and he was truly like mentally preparing for his foot to be ripped off. And he figured he would just bleed out in the water because no one could get to him in time. Like he was just like getting prepared to die mentally, which is fucked up. Captain Lee comes and checks on him and he tells them not to focus on how, or excuse me, he tells them to focus on how lucky he was versus how he fucked up because he's alive. They made it this far. They can deal with the rest later. Laura comes in, the new stew. She gets a nice her. little break. I saw they gave him some painkillers. He's probably yeah. chilling. Everybody was like, you know, chef was feeding him nice. You know, the ladies come in, coo over him. This is the best day he's had. Right. Well, Laura comes in with all her annoying annoyingness to check on Ashton. She says, like, yeah, yeah like, but it's not annoying when you have a boner. OK, sure. It's annoying for us because she's like, yeah, like it feels like a lot of corners are cut on this boat. It's like, does it feel like that, Laura? Yeah, I'm usually used to higher standards, but because I saw a stain on one of the tables, I'm not going to work at all. I'm <laughs> I'm going to, for some reason, not do anything that I know how to do. I don't know. She just takes every opportunity to, like, dig at the boat. And it's like, dude, you're Well, if everyone comes on this boat and is like, man, Kate, you're really mean-girling me. You know, it's possible she is mean-girling them. Thoughts? Accusations? I mean, no. I mean, like, she's definitely, in some sense, being a bitch. Like, she's being kind of snide and shitty. And I feel like she's trying... I don't know. She just came in so defensive that, like... It's like she's mad that she took, like, a third stew position, but, like, you know you took that position because you just wanted to be on fucking reality TV. So quit bitching and just do the job. Yeah. Maybe she knows that in order to, like, get that screen time, she kind of has to act a fool a little. I don't think there's any sort of evil genius vibe I'm getting here. True. All right. Well, the guests are enjoying their day and playing with water toys. And Adrian tells Kate what Laura said about the corners being cut on the boat. Dude, Adrian is also a messy bitch. I'm sorry, but he, if you tell Adrian something, he will turn around and tell the person that you're talking shit about. It's very absurd. Well, he's the one with all the secrets because he's the one that's always in the galley. So he knows everything. It's not his fault. He just has too much information. It falls out. Good point, Nick. Thank you. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the galley is land of the secrets. Mm -hmm. Valid point. Well, yeah, Adrian tells Laura or Kate what Laura said about corners being cut. And Kate thinks she has a lot of opinions. And she thinks that if she was a good chief stew, then she would put herself in Kate's position and wouldn't come in so hot. And I just want to say I said that exact same thing in the last episode, not about putting herself in Kate's shoes, but the fact that she shouldn't come in so hot. Just casually what I said. Smart dog. Because I do believe in um, respecting where you're at and not trying to take over a place that you just arrived at. Anyway, unless it's a Zoom call, then I come in real hot. I'm like, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? This is Big Anna D. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It always always goes over well. It's not a great nickname. It always goes over well. (laughs) Okay. Okay. 
Josiah says that he worked on deck before. I guess he used to be a deckhand in previous in a previous life. And he says he's heard horror stories and everyone wants to just make sure that Ashton is okay. And so he brings him dinner to his room and a doctor comes on board to check on Ashton and we learn his foot is not, or his ankle is not broken. He just needs to ice it and take it easy. And of course he makes the doctor blush and he like smiles at her and he's like, thanks for coming out. And she's like, oh, of course. (laughs) I will like uh, not go back. (laughs) I will stay here forever. Is there like a place below, below deck I can hang out? And we're like, oh, man. (laughs) I got to scoot over. Nick and I were both competing for Ashton's dick. So it's tough for us to have a third person that we have to compete against. (sighs) May the best D win. But um, the doctor basically offers to have her back be the place that he puts his ankle to elevate it after she falls in love with him. And then she gives him painkillers so he can rest on top of her. Laura says that she may have shot herself in the foot by taking the third stew roll and hasn't done turn down service in a long time and forgot forgot how Monday in the third stew position is. But she says the bar is set so low on this yacht, it doesn't matter. And it's like, stop, you bitch, stop. <laughs> Just do your job. Anyway, guests are having dinner. They love the food, but they're they're not happy that there's chicken on their plate and they keep saying that look i admit this is incredible however i don't like this what is what they said yes that's what they're like the food is so delicious but then they say chicken. obviously the food is incredible hey five stars yeah however chicken is for poor people that's what they said chicken is for poor people i mean that's not like a likable thing to say no what would you say no, I would argue you should never say anything is for poor people so you don't mm. have to eat it or Smart. enjoy it. It's so it's like the most gross, classist fucking bullshit thing to say. Like they're like poultry. <gasps> it's like, I'm sorry, y'all don't look like a classy bunch anyway. Like, shut the fuck up. I bet if he had made, like, uh, if he just put it down and be like, this is Coco Van, they'd be like, oh, French. Mm-hmm. But they're like, even though that's chicken. I, I could have chicken at home. Okay. Well, have you ever had chicken made this way? You I could have know. chicken at home? Please do. Yeah. It's also like, they also just almost watched a man die and that didn't put anything in perspective for them. Go fuck Well, yourself. I hope coronavirus has given them a lot of time to reflect. Sam's, you know, Sam's. And so anyway, they asked for seafood and Adrian's like, okay, if you don't want chicken, then put, I don't want chicken on your preference sheet or he will make you chicken. But their whole thing is like, did anyone put chicken on their preference sheet? Like that they want chicken. And they're like, no, I would never say I want chicken on my preference sheet. Then say you don't want check that you don't want chicken on your preference sheet. Anyway. Adrian's annoyed, but then he makes some scallops with risotto and then they're happy. They're like, why don't you just make this to begin with? Because he wanted to make you chicken, bitch. God, dumb bitches, dude. Uh, Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. Okay? Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. And we're back, back, back to sing a song about love. So uh, Tyler, in one of his many background stories that all seem to collide, says that he started his own insurance agency when he was 21 years old in Seattle and crushed it, but didn't want the corporate life. He didn't want to be in a corporate life. He actually wanted to just live a life of adrenaline. But then he's like, uh, Ashton being dragged into the water was not the adrenaline he was hoping for. What was he hoping for? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe like a ride on top of the Alaskan wilderness that I call Riley. Bop, 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 bop. Hell yeah. Anyway, Kate is noticing that Laura has made some mistakes in her turndown service, like no water on the nightstand, and there's like a towel laying on the floor, and she's skeptical of Laura's chief stew experience. And of course, uh, she voices this, and Adrian She turns said, around. have you ever done... Turn down service in your life? Well, no, she doesn't tell she doesn't tell Laura yet. She tells Adrian this. And then Adrian turns around and tells Laura that she forgot to do some turn down stuff and Kate's annoyed by it. And and Laura says she's confused. She's confused and doesn't understand what Kate's deal is since she's been working hard and would like some positive feedback. And Adrian says, Adrian's intense. He's like, uh yeah, as a third stew, you're just supposed to shut your mouth and do yeah, the work. Tell him about it for some. He's like, you're just supposed to shut your mouth and do the work. And he's like, uh, and I'm sorry to be so rude, but that's my feedback for an integration. And she's like, oh, okay. There's an intensity in the way he speaks that, I don't know, he's so weird. Like, he's like, shut your fucking mouth, bitch. And she's like, okay. He's like, sorry, that's just my feedback on integration. Uh, you understand, right? Yeah, yeah. Well said. I don't even have any follow-ups. Yeah, I know. All right, guys. Everyone goes to bed, and it's the next day. Laura wants to do Pilates with the guests, and Kate asks her to wait until she's up so there's a stew on service. And Kate talks to Laura about the turndown service, and she says she thought they weren't – Laura says her excuse is that she thought they weren't caring. She's like, I thought not caring was the vibe. But Kate's like, well, if you're confused, you can ask me, comma, your chief stew. And Laura's like, totes, totes, totes. And then, yeah, so Laura goes and does yoga, Pilates with the guests. And so Captain Lee is going over all the, like, how the tow line should work with Ross to make sure nothing happens again. And he basically says, as soon as the tow line is let loose to, like, create tension to 
everyone has to get off that back deck. Basically, like, no one can be on that back deck because he just really doesn't want any more legs getting caught and, you know, almost severed off. And Ross is like, got it. He wants less of that? Yes, he wants less chance of death on his boat. Okay, okay. Yeah. You're right. He's out of control. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. It's really a sad state of affairs on this boat. How so? Because everyone probably misses Caroline. Okay. Caroline, man. She is a piece of work. So they're headed out again, and Riley is not listening to Ross telling her to get out of the way of the tow lines, and Captain Lee can see on the over the cameras that there's someone down on the swim deck, and and he's yelling at Ross to tell them to get off the swim deck. And he's telling her to get off the swim deck. And Riley's being like, give me a second. Like, just be, they're just being, she's been a bitch. She's not listening to Ross. Captain Lee's yelling at Ross over the radio. It's just not good. And then Captain Lee calls Ross into the wheelhouse. And Ross tells him it was Riley. And then he calls Riley up as well to bitch them both out and says, like, no one can be on that deck. Okay, queen, no one can be on the swim deck when Look, that's like the, the tender opposite. line is going out. That's like the opposite of the rule I have for my own deck. Which is what? You gots to get on this deck. You know, that's the opposite of <clears throat> not being on the, de- the deck. And I regret saying it. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, We've come a long way with take you. Take me back. So uh, Ross pulls Riley aside to talk to her, and she complains that she was woken up too late and should have been up earlier, and he's telling her just to listen when he tells her to get out of the way. But, of course, they're arguing, and the guests kind of are listening to them, bitch at each other, and so they move inside, and they figure out their differences, and they hug it out, and I'm like, oh, my God, Riley, tone it down. Like, Ross isn't Chandler. He's not trying to and like Joey's not Monica. Exactly. He's not trying to fuck you over. He's just trying to get you to follow the rules. But you know, she uh she ain't happy. Yeah. She's just not happy, which is making I think her act out further. But she kind of alienated herself at this point by being like mean to people. She's gone beyond like opinionated woman to just mean and it's unnecessary like you don't have to be so mean god I hate mean people anyway oh you should get a bumper sticker I hate mean people mean people suck mean people suck so um Kate thinks it's annoying that anyone wants to celebrate their birthday because they're not a child and they have to set up the beach club for the birthday party and Adrian wants Oh, God. Adrian is... Adrian's problematic. Sorry to say it. but uh, so. Because he makes a cake that kind of looks like a nipple, and he says he was inspired to make a nipple cake by the form of Laura's breast. And he says this to her. Uh, And she's like, yeah, Adrian's a great guy, but he only has one thing on his mind. And I agree, he's kind of a creep. Yeah, he's only got one thing on his mind. Laura having sex with Ashton. No, he has one thing on his mind, and it's titties. Remember when he offered to massage Kate's breasts? It's weird because no one reacts negatively to it. Like, if it were someone else, like, say, I don't know, Trevor, 
it would be like when Trevor was hitting on Sierra. Remember? Uh, yes. Trevor got fired. Trevor's a bit of a wild card. And Sierra also sucked. But not then. Um, and uh, anyway, he would say stuff about her breasts. And she was like, that's awful. And But when Adrian does it, they seem to find it charming. Yeah. And like, even oh, in the ITMs, they talk me. about it. It's charming. Yeah. It makes no sense. I don't know. I don't like it. Anyway, so the guests are having lunch. You at, love it. No, I don't. At their birthday party down at the beach club oh. swim platform. And Ashton is up and creeping around. And he tells Laura that he would uh, give her a foot rub. And he says he has planted some seeds in Laura and is hoping they will grow and that they will hook up. Ew, he got her pregnant without her knowledge? Yeah, uh, vamp a little. I need to grab some tissues. Uh, yeah, guys, don't impregnate women, even with their knowledge. So I guess you guys want to talk about how coronavirus is going up. You don't. Do you want to talk about how the MLB season is um, going to be 60 games and that people have started to drop out? I saw a Diamondbacks pitcher dropped out. Jesus. And... Um, I didn't say say I don't have any I don't have high hopes for the NBA either. But certainly not baseball. All right. God damn it, Nick. So the guests love the nipple cake Adrian made. We learned that Tyler used to be engaged to his high school sweetheart. And we also learned that he's a firefighter back home. And yeah, so he got engaged when he was 21. Okay, so this is confusing. So apparently he also started a insurance agency at 21. That's what he said. But then apparently he also got engaged at 21 and she wanted him to go into construction and he wanted to do fire. Like he wanted to be a firefighter. And it's confusing. What happened to him being an insurance agent? Yes, I don't understand. His his background is confusing. If anyone knows Tyler who's listening to this, please reach out and tell us what the fuck is going on because we do not know. But anyway, uh, his ex-fiance is now married with kids. So she figured it out and Riley says that her and her ex-fiance cheated on each other which is why they broke up and she also thinks Tyler is a great deckhand oh here we go winky dinky dink oh no they're not gonna procreate are they winky dinky dinky dink wow winky dinky do (laughs) Baker is that you winky dinky dink I'm just trying to fuck you Winky dinky dinky dink, comma. Baker. Baker. Yeah, Baker's a real handful. <sighs> She's a real handful. Like and trucks. <laughs> no, that's Connie. Oh, yeah. Connie's Connie the one that's like trucks. trucks. Uh, you ever fucked in a truck, Anna? No. What about a car? No. Sucks. I'm not flexible. I'm very stiff. I'm mm. basically a cardboard. <laughs> Okay. I'm a cardboard cutout of a human being. Um, okay, this is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and I'll tell you more. Okay? You excited? No, no. no <laughs> okay, no, no, we'll no. be right back, guys. I'm going to tell Nick all about my sexual positions. <laughs> Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. And we're back, Nick. How so there's impressed only one are you? Position. Yes, wow. the cardboard, as I call it. You just lay me flat yeah. on the ground. Yep, and take a running start. Mm-hmm. A running start. Jesus Christ. All right. So um, Adrian is figuring out that the guests just want the most expensive dishes. So that's what he's going to give them. And the guests sit down with the for dinner and they're happy with some like lobster inside of a lobster inside of a crawdaddy inside of a crab inside of a steak whatever expensive stuff yeah they call that uh laddie wrap steak yes queen so they're very happy with it the guests love it and you know what everyone goes to bed it's the next day it is the next day you're right (laughs) god i'm so fucking good at this game this isn't a game we're doing a podcast Oh, and this is this goes out. iTunes and such. Every day. Well, I assume we have a lot of five-star reviews then. Nope. One would argue zero five stars. How? How could you argue that? Because they're mostly five stars. So Ashton is up and working, and he says he hates being injured and lying on his back. He just doesn't like not working. So he's doing what he can with his injured foot and taking it easy, but also like cleaning and doing all that. And Riley is so happy to see Ashton. She's like, oh, my God, welcome back. So Riley's also showing Tyler the ropes and he doesn't mind it because she's hot and sailing is a different beast from motor yachting. So he's a lot to learn so he can be he can be the best Tyler he can be uh, an insurance agent slash firefighter slash adrenaline junkie slash sailing yacht deckhand. I don't know. So uh, Riley daddy, Riley daddy, they pull up anchor and they head back to dock and Josiah, who's worked as a deckhand helps them drop one of the fenders uh, because they're docking starburn side, which is on the side of the boat. Mm, I love what did I say? Starburn? Starburn is what I meant to say. Yeah. Sorry. No, Starburn. Burn me, baby. So, yes, the guests are leaving. They say they love their experience, even though Ashton almost died on the first day. I mean, they're just like, oh, it was so great. We love the drama. And then they leave. They well, he didn't go. die. They get the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
You know what I bet the first thing they did when they left? Huh? Ate some fried chicken. What? Why? You heard me. Okay. Tip meeting time. Captain Lee says everyone did a great job and they end up with a 16K tip. That's decent. Yeah, it's okay. <clears throat> I know they're rich though, so they could have given more. Yeah. What if they just tipped it? No, it's like what? You, you can't give a better tip? What are you, chicken? <laughs> and that's why we pay you the big bucks, Nikki Boo. That's right. Uh, yeah, so Ashton makes a speech about how he's so grateful for everyone for helping him and caring for him. And he wants to split up his tip portion and give it to the others. And Captain Lee won't let him because he's like, that's not how we roll, Ashton. You keep that tip because even though you almost died, you deserve it. He didn't fight very hard. He's like, OK. And the, the captain, he's like, I'd like to give my tip to er, to uh, everyone else. And then Captain's like, well, and then Ashton's like, OK, I'll keep it. <laughs> yeah you'll find no more argument from me it's fine now <laughs> i insist Actually, guys my foot really hurts if y'all want to donate to my foot hurt fund no 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 um, if anybody like, uh, if any of our listeners want to donate to ashton's foot hurt fund go to gofundme.ashton's foot hurt fund I'm, I'm starting it right now foot hurt fund um, so after the tip meeting, Captain Lee calls a meeting in the Sky Lounge to talk safety and danger. And he basically wants to show the crew the footage of what happened with Ashton so they understand everything and know true protocol. And he tells them that they need to be screaming man overboard multiple times. As you can see, Riley did not do that. And they need to be more aware of their surroundings and what's going on. And the second someone starts yelling man overboard, we need to know exactly what's happening over the radio. Everyone needs to know what's going on. So everyone's like really shook watching the footage. Uh, Ashton's very emotional. Captain Lee's very emotional. Everyone just is like, oh, my God. Because it's fucked up. Wow. Wow, I felt like I was really um, there. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, Ashton says that it, it reminded him what's important in life. And that's working out in babes, dude. Um, and Captain Lee gets very emotional. GTL. Chim Tan Laundry. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I have to go see my boy, the sitch. Um, Captain Lee gets very He's emotional. He's in prison? <laughs> Jesus. Sitch. He's like, I have to go visit him at the white-collar prison he's in. It's nicer than my apartment. I believe Michael, who's the guy, the Trump's lawyer who went to jail? Um, Michael Corleone. Michael Cohen. He's in the same prison as the Sitch. Well, neither of them are there now because Cohen got out early for coronavirus. Hmm. Anyway, Captain Lee, yeah, he gets very emotional and choked up and calls the meeting after discussing everything and showing them the footage. And then he goes to the wheelhouse to cry and get out his emotions because it was a really, um, it's really scary. I can't imagine. Well, you can imagine. No, I couldn't imagine. Your parents had coronavirus. Sure. But I mean, like, I couldn't imagine like being on a boat and then one of your crew members dying. Oh yeah. Well, anyway, I saw I saw a news story about uh, a parents who went hiking with their like twenty year old son and he fell off the mountain. 
Could you imagine? What? You're you're right there. That is terrifying and horribly upsetting. Well, get over it. Next. Uh, that's the end of the episode. Let's do some boat facts with Nikki T. With Nikki T. Are you familiar with the term scuttling? Uh, no. Well, scuttling is the deliberate sinking of a ship by allowing water to flow into the hull. This oh. can be achieved in several ways. Seacocks or hatches can be opened to the sea, or holes may be ripped into the hull with brute force or with explosives. Scuttling may be performed to dispose of an abandoned, old, or captured vessel to prevent the vessel from becoming a navigation hazard as an act of self-destruction to prevent the ship from being captured by an enemy force or, in the case of vessel engaged in illegal activities, by the authorities. As a block ship to to restrict navigation through a channel or within a harbor to provide artificial reef for divers and marine life or to alter the flow of rivers. Now, you may be familiar with the USS Merrimack. Yes, um, I'm not. In the Civil War. In April 1861, the U.S. Navy steam frigate USS Merrimack was among several ships Union forces set afire or scuttled at the Gosport Navy Yard, uh, now the, Na- the Norfolk Na- Naval Shipyard in Portsmouth, Virginia, to keep them from falling into Confederate hands at the outbreak of the American Civil War. The unsuccessful attempt at scuttling Merrimack enabled the Confederate States Navy to raise and rebuild her as the broadside ironclad CSS Virginia. Mm. Shortly after her famous engagement with the U.S. Navy Monitor, USS Monitor, in the Battle of Hampton Roads in March 1862, the Confederates scuttled Virginia to keep her from being captured by Union forces. Oof. Um, anyway, scuttling. Sinking ships. Now you know. Boat And the, the little sides uh, where the holes are are also called scuttles, right? Well, they call them seacocks. Okay. Seacocks or hatches. Okay, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's interesting. I, I mean, that makes sense if you need to... If you need to get out of your enemy's way, you just sink that boat. That's what I do. I um, If I need to get away from an enemy, I sink myself. Yeah. Sad. Well, well you've certainly sunk this podcast. <laughs> I hate you. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. That's the end of the episode. It was season six, episode 11. Tomorrow is 12. Woo! Wowie wow! Okay, you can follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram or Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. Check out our merch, baby. Merch. Merch, merch. at T Public. Deckheads has merch at T Public. How could you say no? <gasps> Please pay for some merch so Nick can send his son. To boarding Please let my school. son go to boarding school. I'm ever so bored of raising him myself. Exactly. Um, did I say you could email us at deckheads at gmail.com? I'm sure. Oh, who gives a shit? That's uh, our show, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. I love you. Oh, actually, I want to read a five-star review we got. Yay! We actually got two. I thought they were funny. Oh, yeah. One person is low-key trolling us but you know what they gave us five stars so who gives a shit 
So here's one review from K Crowley one. They wrote boat fact, five stars. And their boat fact mm-hmm. is boats, mm-hmm. boats float. float. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now uh, boats do float. Hmm. I got to be honest, I knew that. And again, I struggle with this because I really want to shit on it. But then again, I really, really want people to write boat facts. Now, that's not a great boat fact. We're going to be honest with you. I think a lot of people already assume this about boats. But sometimes it's nice just to have a reminder. Boats float, y'all. Boats float. Back to you. And then we also got another five-star review from Distant Mistress that says, Damn. They wrote, if you identify as a yachty and or love laughing, boating, cussing, drinking, more laughing, et cetera, et cetera, you will love this podcast. If you don't, I'm sure Mitch McConnell has a podcast you will love. Wow. I love that they're coming for our haters and calling them right wing dorks. Woo. I can't wait to hear Mitch McConnell's podcast. Uh, yeah, I guess we are those people <laughs> that she's re- he or she or they <laughs> is referencing. So thank you, Distant Mistress and K-, K Crowley One. We appreciate your five-star reviews. Uh, anyone else can leave a five-star review just like that. Sometimes with a boat fact. Sometimes you can troll us with a boat fact that we might already know. But you know what? The more you upset Nick, the happy I, happier I am. So you guys, the get to I, it. The happier I am too, guys. <laughs> so we'll see you next week. Bye. Uh, yeah. Uh, leave us a uh, five-star review. And e- you can follow right, me. We'll you can follow me at Anna Osnia. Nick is at Nick's Turner. All right. We'll see you next week. Check out his Patreon. All right. I'm getting right, guys, in the car. We'll see you next week. Nick, get see in. See you next week, guys. Nick, get in. Bye, guys. Nice to see you next week. Bye. Bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.